Welcome back to Girl Change Your Clothes Podcast. We are here today with Jamie, Shelly, and Denise. And today we are going to catch up with Jamie because as you know, Shelly, she's already shared about her winter and I, Denise, I've shared about mine. And now Jamie is just going to give us a little bit about what she has gone through during her winter season. Oh, Lord. I mean, what can I say I had in my short life? Because I'm young. (laughs) (laughs) I got like so many um, stories to share with my girls out there. Because I know we all have gone through winter. I mean, we were able to hear Shelly's and we were able to hear Denise's. And I hope that their story was able to touch you guys and and you're able to relate. Yeah. You know, and because that's the thing. I mean, everybody's so different, so so unique. Right. That right. All of our stories are so different. Um, but what can I say about my winner? I mean, the most recent one, because I have, like I said, I have so many. Um, but the most recent one in it kind of like relates a little bit to Shelly. Um, I'm from New York as well. Actually, I'm from Colombia. So I can Originally, tell you a little bit. Yeah. There you go. I Take can tell my listeners a little bit of myself. I'm originally from Colombia. And um, we came to the U.S. when I was 16. So um, we were in New York for, you know, a few years, probably about 15 years. And... I was born, you know, in the church. I was raised in the church. Yes, I had my crazy years, and I could probably say my teenage winner years and um, situations. But God has been good. He's been faithful. I have gone through, you know, sickness, uh, probably financial situations that were not the best ones. And one of those were when we were in New York. Um, kind of like similar to Shelly. And I keep saying, Shelly, you're such a copycat. You just keep on, <laughs> you know, um, yes. living my life. Because mm-hmm. she and I, we relate so much to a lot of the things uh, that we have lived. Uh, I, I could say probably we're twins, twin souls in a lot of things. <laughs> um, but we got to a point in New York that our financial situation was just not the best. And same thing, I felt that my spiritual situation was not the best. I was in winter time. I had two two kids, two little kids. My daughter was, I think she was almost six, and Johan was three. And I was a stay-at-home mom. So financially, you know, my husband was the only one bringing the money, you know, to to see for us, to to fulfill our needs as a family. And we had a house, and we were hardly being able to pay the mortgage on that house. Um, financially, we were, I mean, in a hole. You know, I, I didn't invite anybody to the house just for the fact that our furniture was horrible. I mean, I, I, anybody that will go to my house, I will pray that that person will not fall on the floor at mm. any point. Cause I mean, just the chairs, everything was the condition and we didn't have any money to just replace it. Right. Um, right. And I'm pretty sure a lot of girls out there can probably relate, you know, to mm. some of, of our situations. So we didn't have a social life pretty much, you know, we don't like to invite anybody to our house cause I felt like, oh, I'm not gonna have any guests mm-hmm. in my house looking like this. Um, 
church-wise, uh, serving God, same thing. I was going through a winter. I got to the point I got tired. You know, everything bothered me. Mm. Um, just going to the church, I will get out of church and just talking and I guess criticizing everything. I got to the point of nothing fulfilled me spiritually. Uh, and I will see the need in the church, but I just felt tied. My hands felt tied because I wanted to do so much, but I was not being able to do it. Mm -hmm. So I guess the enemy just opened up my eyes to see the negative, you know, stuff in this situation. Mm -hmm. That's that's when you get when you're in winter. You know, you just complain. You right. nag. You're in that pity party that you complain and complain and feel sorry for yourself and you know why me until i got to a point that i said i said god until you know when this is going to be going on i said in church i don't feel fulfilled financially we are not my marriage was going through a stage in that was horrible. I mean, my husband and I will fight for everything. You know, every, any reason will be enough just for us to have an argument. Um, with my kids, I didn't know if I was doing the right thing as a mom. Um, I was trying. Right. You know, I, I was trying to teach my kids the word, to keep them in, in the word, give them a foundation. But I didn't know if with the fights and the arguments at home, if we were giving the best example to my kids. Until one day I said, God, I'm, I really, I don't think I can continue dealing with this. I said, what is it that you want from my family? What is it that you want from us? And he put, he put a thought in my mind, you know, why not moving out of state? Maybe looking another place that will probably open up possibilities for us as a family and start all over again. Right. Um. That day, it was so funny because God, the, the, the simply, or how can you say, the simply ways that I go and pray to God and talk to him just as a friend, like I'm talking with you guys mm -hmm. now, he just comes down and he answers. Right. It's like, I don't have to get on my knees for four hours to get an answer from right, him. Right. It's just that relationship that I would, I've been able to build with the Lord. And, and I just talk like I'm talking to you now. I didn't even, I don't even think I remember getting on my knees and, and I left the room. I think I was doing the bed, by the way, that bed and the room, everything was full of, uh, how you say bed bu bugs. Aww. And I found that that week. So I was at the point of the frustration, you know, my whole furniture was a mess. And on top of that, I had to get rid of some of it wow. because it just got destroyed. Right. So, um, I left the room and that morning, actually, my sister-in-law, my husband's um, sister, she called me and she was in a situation. Um, there were ministers here in, in Georgia. And she kind of like was telling me, you know, that she needed help and she needed support and stuff like that. Um, kind of like the Lord put that thing in my mind. You know, why don't you go to Georgia? I need you there. You know, mm. we need you there. And I said, okay, God, I mean, I don't know what is it that you want, but why not? So when my husband came back from work, I told him, honey, we've been talking about going away. You know, why don't we go to Georgia? So my husband comes back and he says, Georgia, what am I going to do with Georgia? If, if I want to spend my money on vacations, I want to go to Hawaii, I want to go to, you know, Bahamas, yeah, but not Georgia. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, 
it's right there. There's really not much to see there. I said, okay, I was just thinking because, I mean, I've been searching and it seems that, you know, homes are there, are a lot more inexpensive than here, and we can probably start all over. Mm-hmm. Jobs, it seems that Georgia, as far as I know, it's called like the, um, it's like an economic you know, main place in the USA because of the rents being so inexpensive. A lot of the companies come here to, you know, establish their business here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I said, there's got to be a lot of ways how to get a job in Georgia. He was, I don't think so. He just completely ignored my, you know, idea and he moved on. But during that week, um, I kept praying. And on the side, uh, a lot of times I'm a little bit proactive you know, in a lot of things. And I said, well, you never know. If this is a thought that God put in my mind, why not just follow and listen to his voice? So I just researched how much would it be if we come by car, if uh, if we rent a car, if we come by plane, or if we come by train. I just checked everything, the different options. Yeah, financially, we were not at a stage to spend a lot of money. So I just found, you know, different pricing so I can offer him. And... Our car had mechanical issues, mm-hmm. so we had to fix it anyway. A week after he comes back, I guess he was thinking about the whole situation, and he came back and he said, so how much do you think it will cost us to go to Georgia? I said, if we go by car, it will cost us this much. If we rent a car, it will, it will cost us this much. If we go by train, it's like I had all the answers ready, and he was like... <laughs> why are you doing all research? I said, babe, because, I mean, you never know. Right. And and right. I said, but on this side, I mean, we still have to fix our car. Why don't we just invest the money that we we need invested in the car and we just use our own van? So he, he kind of like went with what I said and we fixed the car. We put in the $500 that cost us to fix the car. And we came to Georgia for like a week. Um, as soon as he started seeing the prices on the houses, mm-hmm. he went just like his mind just, you know, was blown away. Like that's very inexpensive. And, and he one of the first things that came out of his, his mouth was, if you get a job, we'll move. I said, why are you putting that? It's like, why are you putting that responsibility on me? Mm-hmm. But the reason why he was saying that is because he had a good job in New York. You know, he he worked at Long Island Railroad, so he had a good job, a good paying job, and he was just afraid of leaving everything, right. you know, and just come and adventure into something completely new for us mm-hmm. that we didn't know. And I mean, it's it's the family, you know, right. like at least over there we had a roof on our heads. Over here we had nothing. So he was afraid, and I completely understand. So the moms out there, the wives out there that are probably going through a situation similar. Um, don't put pressure, you know, just pray. God is going to lead everything and open up the way if that's what he wants you to do. Okay. So Jamie, I just want to go back. Um, when you had mentioned that your husband, um, kind of to me, it would have been like putting you on the spot. Now mm-hmm. he wanted <laughs> you to find a job. Did you feel like, um, you were pressured or were you, did you have faith or what was it that made you move forward or were you just determined or how did you feel at the point where uh, when he asked you or gave you the ultimatum, if you find a job, then we'll go ahead and relocate? To be honest, I did feel pressure. But on the other side, I said, okay. I mean, 
I had faith. I was determined because I knew that feeling was not coming from me, from deep inside me. It was coming from above. Mm. So when you have that um, assurance that God wants you to do something, because you feel it, you know when it's coming from the Lord. Right. Um, I said, if this is something that he wants us to do, he's going to open up the, the, the windows of heaven. Yes. He's going to open up the opportunities. Oh, yeah. How? I don't know. I mm-hmm. just knew he was going to come through with an answer. And that is the next part that I'm going to tell you girls. Um, so when he said, okay, if I get a job, then we'll move. I said, okay, I'll, I'll take the challenge. You know, I, I have this thing. And you guys have told me before that, I kind of like act fast on the moment, spontaneous. spontaneous. Yes. And I guess I was spontaneous at that time. I said, okay, if, I mean, if this is what God wants us to do, he'll provide, he'll right, give right. us opportunities and chances. I said, okay, mm-hmm. I'll take it. Um, I started applying for jobs online. I went online and I started putting applications on uh, LinkedIn. And I think it was monster.com at that time because that was back in right, yeah. 2012. And um, I said, okay, I applied, no calls. I mean, maybe I will get some emails giving me some uh, opportunities, but it was not the salary or the position I was looking for. Um, The months went by, um, and then one night he came and he said, so what's going on? You know, you said Georgia was good to get a job, and so far I haven't heard, you know, if you got anything. Mm -hmm. I said, um, Joe, if this is what God wants us to do, he'll provide. I don't know how, but he'll provide. It'll come. But then the next day I woke up and I got on my knees. It was a simple prayer, like I was saying before. Sometimes that has that word, like simplest prayers that you can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, God just comes and answers. And I got on my knees and, and I said, God, if you want us to move out of New York, I want an answer today. I mean, I could probably mm-hmm. say that I sounded demand- demanding, mm-hmm. but I, I have relate. faith. <laughs> I said, I want, I said, I want an answer today. And that's exactly what God did. Mm-hmm. I'm not lying. I mean, God, it's my witness that happened. So that afternoon, um, around 3 p.m., I even remember the day it was a Tuesday. Um, a woman called me from a company called Encompass and she goes, uh, hi, Jamie, we're actually looking for somebody to come and fill a position for accounts receivable. And um, everything, everything that they were looking for was exactly the same thing that I was doing on my previous job. And they said, we actually also need a bilingual person. And it seemed that the description for the job that they were looking for it fitted my profile. I said, of course, definitely. I mean, I had no doubt this is something that I was looking for and it's what I wanted. And she said, so, okay, would you like to come for an interview? She didn't know I was in New York. Okay, because when I submitted the application, I put the address from my in-laws, which they were in Georgia. And they, they said, if you find a job, you come here and you live with us for, you know, stay with us until you're able to kind of like get back on your feet. Um, so I put her address and, and she didn't know I was in New York. So she said, do you want to come for an interview tomorrow or you want to come for an interview, uh, Thursday? I said, oh my God, 
I mean, I'm all the way in New York, and I have to make a decision now. Was she aware that you were in New York, or, or no? She didn't no, know. Okay, they didn't know. They didn't know I was in New York. Um, so I said, okay, do me a favor, give me the one, the latest one. So give me Thursday, give me the latest one that you can give me, and I'll be there. She said for sure. So she booked me for Thursday. I think it was around 3 p.m. Wow. Um, but I mean, that's faith. Mm -hmm. That's all I can say. That's faith. I just was being moved by, do it. It was like, sometimes I feel it wasn't even me. Sometimes I feel it was God just making me make these decisions with no doubt. But I was so convinced that God was going to come and he was going to come through. And sure, I booked the plane. I spoke with my husband and I said, babe, I got an interview. And he said, how you know this is the right one? I said, I just know it. I just know what this is. Gotta it. go. Exactly. Gotta go. So he said, okay, book the book the plane, buy the ticket. So I bought a ticket that night and I flew the next day uh, in the evening. So I was I was there on Thursday. I went on the interview. I was nervous as you can imagine because mm -hmm. I was four years in being as a stay-at-home mom. So wow. I didn't have an interview for yeah. four years plus wow. my previous job. I was there for five years. Mm -hmm. So it was nine years that I, that I haven't been to a uh, a job interview. I was nervous. Wow. I was like, God help me. And I didn't even know if I was going to be able to remember Excel and all the accounting, you know, experience that I had after so many years not working. Um, but God was with me all the way. It was that confidence. It was that trust. It was that faith that he was leading me in. My hands were shaky. My hands were sweaty. And as soon as the guy that was going to do the interview, I saw him. It was like, for me, it was like an angel. I mean, I just, just that nervous feeling that I had just left my body. And I feel like, okay, uh, this is fine. You know, he's got me. Mm -hmm. God has got me. He, this guy looks nice. And I think I'm, I got this. Mm -hmm. um, we went in for the interview in I mean, let's put it this way. God made the way that he didn't interview me. I interview him. Wow. Wow. So it was me asking about the job, about the place, about what I had to do. He didn't ask me tricky questions. None of that stuff. For me, it was like he was just waiting for me. And at the end of it, he, I mean, he was impressed. He said, how you came all the way from New York? Because I told him my story then. Mm -hmm. Of course, I had to do it. Right, right. Um, it was kind of like my tricky way also yeah. to, hey, this is mine. <laughs> and um, and he said, how do you come all the way from New York for this interview? How you know we're going to hire you? I said, because I know you're going to. Mm -hmm. I'm the person you need. And he felt that confidence. He, he just liked me. He said, you know what? I like you. I want you to be with us and come back for uh, the interview with the CFO. He's not available right now. Please don't tell me you bought your ticket to go back. I said, no, I didn't because I just knew you guys were going to call me back. Mm -hmm. He was like, really? I said, yes. Um, so he said, okay, I called you in the afternoon. Just give me a couple of hours to tell you the time so that you can come back. He called me right away. Of course, I came back the next morning. I interviewed with the CFO. The CFO said, you don't have to tell me your story. I already know it. Oh, um, wow. You know, you it just, you know, the one that was going to be my manager, he he already had told him everything about me. So wow. he just wanted to know my skills. And he took he put me in a room uh, for Excel. And let me tell you, girls out there, 
if you are being placed in a room and you don't remember or you don't know what to do, just lift a prayer to the Lord. He will listen to you because that's exactly what I did. I didn't know what to do. They gave me a test. I couldn't even remember how, how to do it. Wow. I said, God, help me. I don't know what I did. I, I mean, you could say she's making up a story. I am telling you that's exactly what happened. Whatever I did, the formulas that I did, I wasn't even sure I was doing the right thing. When the girl came to check on my test, she was like, oh, good. Are you sure? And she is like, yes, everything is good. I'm, I'm telling you, I was blown away. I was, oh, my God. I couldn't even remember how, how to do that. And she said it was fine. Wow. So I was well, hired on the spot. back to your remembrance. I, I don't know. I, up to this point, I just can't remember. And, I mean, they hired me on the spot. They took me to Human Resources, negotiated salary. They didn't want to pay me what I wanted. I said, pay me what I'm asking you. I know I'm going to deliver what you what you need. And the girl even said, okay, I'm going to take the risk. If I get in trouble, be, be it. But I'm paying you what you're asking me. So they you even gave me authority. I walked in there with authority. Mm. I even got the salary I was asking for. When I checked the address, I mean, I'm telling you, that place was five minutes away from my in-laws' house. Jesus. Wow. Don't tell me this is not something that, you know, he just set up everything. He just set it up and he opened up the doors. When I went back to New York, I had a job. And, and I told him, just give me a week. I'll pack my clothes. I put my kids in the car and I'll come back next week. Wow. And that's exactly what I did. It was rough. It was a rough winter. And it's, but it seems like even though the winter was rough, it seems like you had on the right clothes. Excellent. Mm-hmm. You was dressed appropriately. Right. It, you had faith. Mm-hmm. You did not waver in your faith. There was no doubt. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Just just knowing yeah. that even in the winter, mm-hmm. you know, yes, it's cold, mm-hmm. but if you trust God, mm-hmm. I mean, he it seemed like he orchestrated everything. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, he opens the door. We just got to walk through it, right? It, as hard as it is, you know, as as you can say, oh no, this is not possible. This is not going to happen. I don't know how, but he did it. Mm-hmm. He and just, it just started from a thought that oh came God. to your mind from the Lord, exactly. and it just went from there. And, and he just opened up the doors. You stayed home to pray. Mm-hmm. And then it just it just flowed. Right. Even though the pressure was on, mm-hmm. you didn't give in to the pressure. Mm-hmm. And I was just li- um, thinking about you even had to spend money that you didn't have mm-hmm. to fly right. down there. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, there were so many different sacrifices that you had to make, but you trusted God through everything. Exactly. And, the, and that's one of the things. I mean, God just told me a lesson around that time, just trust. I mean, a lot of times you can say, oh, I'm going through this situation. And there's so many Bible verses that you read that you know by memory. But when you're going through the situation, it's kind of like, oh, you all of a sudden, you suffer from amnesia, Mm -hmm. you know? It's like, like, you know, or or you don't see, you don't don't see it so vivid in your life. You don't, you think it's just words. Right. But let me tell you, I mean, if you trust, if you believe, if you allow him just to to come through and to actually put his word in action, he will do it. You just need to trust. And the winner goes on. I mean, there's there's a second part to it. Well, y'all know what time it is. Girl, change your clothes. Bye bye.